0: Hello. Hello.
1: Welcome to the first ever episode of Thoroughly Unqualified, a delightful podcast where we talk about relationships and dating advice. Even though all three of us are single,
2: and not Isn't only we're we single, I, I don't, I don't even think we would say we're really ready to mingle.
0: It's more the mingling's not really a safe thing to do in the current environment. Well, that's what I mean.
2: we we are not physically ready for the mingling
1: yeah just video mingling yeah we're gonna talk about other people's problems instead of our own and pass
2: judgment upon them because that is what we can do exactly
1: in case it's not very obvious and you are listening and do not know any of us we are siblings i am nikki i am the oldest
0: i'm chris i'm the middle
2: And I'm Jeff, I'm the youngest, and I knew not to talk before Chris.
1: Yep, it was kind of the de facto thing that we do. Yeah, so we each found a relationship quandary um, on the good old interwebs. Uh, We're hoping in future episodes we can get them from actual real people. Not that these aren't actual real people, but you know what I mean. Um, We do have an email address if you want to email us your relationship issue that we can talk about or your dating issue it is thoroughly unqualified at gmail.com just specify if you want to remain anonymous which i'm sure you probably do because we will probably because leave I, front of you. I kind of want to
2: and i am on the podcast
1: <laughs> um Okay, so what order do we want to do this in? Do we want to do this in like Christmas morning order, where Jeff goes first, or do we want to do this in birth order, where I go first? Well, we should probably un- we unpack that up and real make quick. Chris go first.
2: because <laughs> well, no, I don't because we Christmas do a weird morning Christmas morning where we take turns opening presents. I don't think that's very normal, but
1: that's very true. Do you, have you ever talked to your friends about that? No, yeah. um, it's not something
2: that really gets brought up, but I, I've seen, like, videos and things of other people on Christmas mornings, and it's just, you know, wild chaos, and we have this neat, orderly, little, like, Puritan queue of lines of, of okay. people opening presents, and we're like, okay, now it is the dog's turn. And, like, <laughs> and it know, also takes, I it mean, takes... this is
1: gonna sound like the most white privileged thing ever, yes. but because there are, is usually a good amount of presents, and there are five of us, plus the dog, so six of us. It takes, like, four hours to open all the presents. Plus, there's the sort of, like... like, ten minutes per present.
2: The sort of performative of, like, oh, my God, what'd you get uh, after each present? Not that we, like, don't mean it, but there's the whole <laughs> kind of charade. Ooh, it's
0: <laughs> There's the whole kind of charade <laughs> after this. Let this off.
2: right, it is, we've been recording for uh, uh, three minutes, and we're already wildly off the course of what we're supposed to be talking about. It's um, fine.
1: It's the experimental first episode. It's true.
2: This is, this is the pilot. I like the idea of making Chris go first. I don't. <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> of course Chris doesn't like it. Well, I'm happy to, if no one else wants to.
2: All right, age before beauty. I like it.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> Speak for yourself.
0: I, I am. Um, okay. That's exactly what he was doing.
1: So, how do, do we want to give the poster of the question a fake name, just so we can refer to them? Sure. Or should we just call them? Okay. So I'm going to call this girl... Um, Birdie, and you'll see why. Okay. So the title of this post is My boyfriend sleeps in a nest of clothes and towels and refuses to buy a bed. So she says, Birdie, good old Birdie says, I have been dating my boyfriend for three years and I only just finally visited his apartment this week. I was amazed to see in his bedroom there is no bed. Instead, there is a huge pile of clothes and towels in the middle of the room. My boyfriend said it is his nest and he sleeps in it. I could not believe this. He showed me how he does it and he kind of curls up into a ball in the middle and piles some of the clothes and towels on top of him. That's how he sleeps. He told me he had never had a guest in his nest before but I was welcome to try or I could sleep on the sofa. It turns out the reason he had not invited me to this apartment is because he was embarrassed about his nest. I thought it was very odd to have a nest but I tried to sleep in it with him I found it very uncomfortable and weird, and I also noticed it smelled. I went to sleep on the sofa. In the morning, my boyfriend confronted me and said, Why do you hate my nest? I said, I thought it was weird, uncomfortable, and smelly. I asked, does he wash those clothes? He said he doesn't, because he doesn't wear them. They are just nesting materials. I said he should still wash them. He said- if we are going to take the next step and move in together, I would need to accept his nest. I said if we move in together we're getting a bed. He said he would rather never go to sleep if he couldn't use a nest. I said, fine, maybe we'll get a two bedroom. He took offense to this. I told him his nest was stupid as a mud crab which I admit was childish. So what does that mean? Uh, We are currently not speaking. I want to resolve this though. I have a deep hatred of his nest but he has a deep love for it is two-bedroom viable solution. What can I do?
2: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> we are starting out hot. I have <laughs> yeah. so many questions for this person. <laughs> so I
1: have to shout out to my friend Evan, who shared this with me, because... Good job, I, Evan. And this is very real, by the way. This Like, the person that originally commented... Um, it was originally on... Um, read it but i found it in a twitter thread or he found it in twitter thread and shared with me and the person who originally posted it was commenting on it and saying yes this is very real like please help me
2: all right so i i have i have a couple immediate reactions (laughs) first of all birdie is your boyfriend and i want to be i i don't mean to judge or anything but is your boyfriend an actual bird <laughs> because, or guess, a dragon, like,
0: or like a dog, like, just non-human <laughs> in some way. Um, so,
1: according to Birdie, she is 24 and he is 25. By the way,
2: so that's like that it, gives you any context? Because I, I know looking at a lot of relationship <laughs> issues, it's a weird thing where the the woman, or assuming a heterosexual relationship, the woman is yeah. you know in her young 20s and the the man is you know 35, and that all kind of sets up for a weird dynamic, but. They're close enough to the same age. My my big question is, how do you date someone for th- literally three years and never see where they live?
1: Yeah, that was my first reaction, too. I was like, that should have been the first red flag. Like, like, what did he tell her to be like, like, no, we can't go back to my place?
2: Like, what's, what's an appropriate amount of time, you think, before it's weird that you don't have an idea of where your partner lives?
1: I don't know, like... like a couple weeks.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, varies, I be it, very it varies strange. on how on how serious, how fast, and serious right. the relationship gets. But really if we're, if we're if it assuming it's a reasonable committed, yeah, yeah. It, maybe a month or two. I think is with. I think even like two three months if you haven't seen their place, but you're only yeah. seeing each other maybe once a week and you're usually going out yeah. to do stuff. Yeah, that's one. That's one thing. But yeah, I feel like after after you know six weeks.
2: Because, I mean, my, my initial concern, had I not seen my partner's residence for th- literally three years, is that they're, like, murdering people, uh, yeah. or cooking meth, or, like, some heinous thing and not just having, like, some clothes on the floor where they sleep. I don't
0: have a bed. Let's sleep on so, clothes.
2: So that's my first reaction. That's not really a piece of advice, that's just, like, that should have tipped you off that something was whack, like, long beforehand. Yeah. Before yeah I'm, I'm, well, like, I think it, it is t- advice. Like, yeah. Like, in the is.
1: future. I mean presumably My advice would be to break up with this person Because he is clearly insane But in the future like that is a red flag If they don't want you to see their apartment It's one thing if like it's a situation Where they're living with family Or they have roommates who don't like him Having people over or something like that But if it was exclusively like she said Because of this mess that he was embarrassed by Like And she didn't question that for three years Like there's some larger
2: issues here (laughs) the nest. Right. And I mean honestly I'm, I'm, this might be contrarian, I don't know. I don't really see that much fault with having a non-standard sleeping arrangement. No. Like it shouldn't smell. Like wash your stuff, my guy. But, <laughs> wash like, your nest. Wash your nest. But if you choose to have Nesting a nest, materials. you know, I can't really fault someone for that. You, you do what's comfortable for you. And if it works for you, great. Um... But if the expectation in the relationship is that you are going to sleep next to each other, uh, then you're going to have to be willing
0: to. If you... to, the, to just sort of add on to that, the fact that he didn't seem willing to change at all yes. for this person that he's been in a relationship with for three years yes. is concerning. That is the problem.
2: The nest yeah. is not the problem here. The nest is just a weird side effect of the actual
0: problem. People, people are really weird. They're gonna have strange (laughs) habits, tendencies, preferences, whatever. But yeah, the fact that he was like, no, this is happening, this is the only way to do it, is problematic. And I think
1: her solution of getting a two bedroom apartment so that she could have a bed and he could still have his nest was like, abundantly over generous of her.
2: Like, right. yeah. and, I, and and I I think it should be made clear too. If you're two people, like we shouldn't normalize. You have to sleep next to the person you're in a relationship with. If you don't right. feel like it, like other people are very warm, like you know it can be uncomfortable or whatever. So like sleep wherever the hell you want. I don't care. But you got to be on the same page about it.
1: Yeah, um, a lot of couples sleep in separate beds or even separate rooms because it's what works for them. It doesn't mean their relationship yeah. is any more or less you know meaningful or close or successful. Could be, like, work
0: schedules Um, or stuff
2: like
1: that. Yeah, or someone snores really loud or someone has really bad insomnia. You know, there's a lot of reasons that could, you know, lead to sleeping separately. So I don't think, like, sleeping separately is the issue. I think it's the fact that he's not willing to compromise whatsoever and also that he clearly has this kind of embarrassment about it to the point where he didn't invite her over for three years yeah, and which is also that not sounds helping. like some yeah. sort of yeah, it's some sort some sort of unresolved thing on his part that he needs to deal with.
2: Yeah, because while we're being thoroughly unqualified, let's just armchair psychologist this man for a moment.
0: <laughs> it, man's <Yeah>. got issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I'm curious what the dynamic of the rest of their relationship is like, because it's it's sort of hard without knowing more context to be like yes and no because we don't know anything about these people. Right. Maybe they have a, maybe they're both really strange, and they have a really strange relationship, and it's what works for them.
2: No, but Chris, I'm not to judge
0: them. Well, I know. Well, I'm not saying I'm just I'm, I'm curious. Well, let me. Of, good.
1: Let me phrase it this way to you. Okay, so say you meet the perf- perfect person for you. Right, they are perfect in every single way, except for the fact that they sleep in a nest of dirty clothes. Is that a deal breaker?
2: If, if they agreed to wash the clothes, I would probably find a way to make it work.
0: It's, okay,
1: it, now... Yeah, Chris, go ahead. I want to hear your answer.
0: Stay. It would very much, again, I think a lot of it has to do with... If they're willing to compromise or change or something or even talk about it. Because... And again, it's like, like... I feel like sleeping in innocent clothes. Personally, it would be very strange. and I wouldn't <laughs> like that. I love my bed. Um, and I wouldn't want a bed. Um... Also, but was... so
1: yeah, he's he's 25 now, so it might be okay, but, like, that, coming from the oldest person in this, or of our siblings, uh, that's gonna hurt your back after yeah, a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are health concerns I have. Like, I have to, like, sleep on a very specific mattress, otherwise I have back issues, so it's, I'm Is concerned there... about him.
0: Yeah, you're an old I'm
1: concerned about his mental state His physical state His emotional state um, And I would encourage Birdie to if, he, if he's You know if the relationship is otherwise great And this is like the first major issue I would encourage him to Seek help Honestly I would maybe suggest going to therapy Together or something to talk about this And uh, have kind of a Third party involved who is a professional and qualified, thoroughly qualified, um, who can suggest kind of compromises and maybe get to the root of why this nesting thing happened in the first place.
2: You know, that said, you should also use this opportunity to re-examine your relationship through the lens of, oh, these were problematic behaviors. Yeah. Like, yep. the hiding something as as intimate as your, where you sleep and where you live from your partner for three years is a cause for alarm and again that means he should probably get help but you kind of also have to make the determination of if you want to be the person that uh, wants to guide them through that helping path or if you feel like they need to figure it out for themselves um, because it can, be, it can be really tough being a partner to someone who is trying to learn how to deal with their own problems um, or, or issues or, or what have you um, yeah. So, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, I think he needs help, and I think uh, it might be beyond her qualifications, obviously, as well as ours, to say what kind of help that is. Um, but yeah, just just the fact that three years of never having her over and three years of embarrassment about this thing that he then is offended when she doesn't like it like there's some weird behavior going on here and the weird behavior is not necessarily just the fact that he's using dirty clothes as a nest and sleeping in it
2: Again, I have very little objection to the nest so long as the nest is clean. <laughs> like it might hurt your back, sure, fair Cleaned enough. But nest. I have I have very little like when you said the nest thing, I was like, okay. Like I didn't have a <laughs> gut check to that. <laughs> it was a little strange, but um, you know. And that well, might be I was be just big-
1: reminded of Go ahead. I was just reminded of when we used to, like, make forts in the basement, and just, like, we would have, like, piles of, like, pillows and blankets and stuff. And it was, like, pretty comfortable. Yeah,
2: that's awesome.
0: I I, I slept in the closet downstairs. Yeah. Like, overnight. Did that once. Yeah. Pillows and blankets and stuff. And I am am also someone who, even on my
2: bed, I tend to have as many pillows as I can fit, and I, I like to have a lot of blankets. Like, I kind of nest up within the bed. So that didn't really trigger me in any particular way. Um... But yeah, final, final words for Birdie.
1: Yeah, so I think his embarrassment about this and the fact that he hid it from you for three years um, and also his lack of willingness to compromise about it are the root issues here. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, maybe seek some help uh, with your relationship or kind of like Jeff said, decide if you want to be The person who takes that on for him Or if it's time to cut ties And kind of let him figure himself out And maybe you'll find your way back to each other At some point later in life
0: Yeah
2: I agree, I got nothing else Alright, cool. luck, what do you Birdie. got for us? Good luck, Birdie Good luck, Birdie <laughs> <laughs> And um, your boyfriend, Jay for the, for the whole nest Of your relationship <laughs>
0: I have another very strange one. It's okay. <laughs> entirely different kind of strange, but um, got this from Reddit, but the the title is my boyfriend won't stop telling me that I have BO. So, off to a fun okay. start. BO,
1: like BO, body like odor? body
0: body odor. Okay. Yes. Um, so I'll read the, read what's going on here. So, I've been with my boyfriend for over a year and everything has been great except for one thing. Every single day, at least once, he will tell me that I stink and smell of BO. When we met, I showered every day, applied regular deodorant in the morning, brushed my teeth three times a day, but now I'm so paranoid about smelling bad that I shower at least twice a day. I apply new industrial strength deodorant every few hours, perfume, and I brush my teeth any time I eat or drink something that isn't water. I feel like I'm going crazy. I didn't think I smelled bad in the beginning, and I don't think I smell bad now, but obviously I smell bad to him, right? I'm that weirdo that keeps sneakily smelling their own armpits. I've been to the doctor, and he said there's nothing medically wrong. It's honestly gotten to the point where I literally shoved my armpit in friends and family's faces asking if I smell bad. I said I don't smell like BO, and one friend even said I smelled too clean like a lush store. I'm getting so paranoid. He won't cuddle or anything when he says I smell. I really don't know what more I can do. Huh. Yeah. Alright.
1: Right. Well, first off, is this a woman that uh, does it specify? I,
0: It doesn't specify, but I it I believe so.
1: Okay. Do we want to give her a name? It it
0: is it is one. Okay.
1: Do you want to give her a name just so we can refer to her?
0: Call her flower.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Ironically. (laughs) Yes.
2: Um
1: So First off, who brushes their teeth three times a day?
2: Yeah, that's that's not good for your teeth. Don't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> some people do that at lunch. It's I don't think that's super unusual. It's more but than it's, right. It's now. not good for your enamel. Don't do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For your gums. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it sounds like he honestly might have some sort of, like, sensory issue going on. You know how some people, like, for example, cilantro tastes different to some people. For yep. some people, it tastes like soap. And for right. some people, it doesn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He might just have, like, a weird sensitivity to her particular smell. Which is very unfortunate. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Well, there's also the consideration... I think she's got a lot of fixation on the armpits. Yeah. Um, which, you know, tends to be the source of a lot of sweat and thus odor. But it's not the only place that can be originating this from. You know, like... That's true. It could just be you're not washing your like lower legs enough, and they just get stinky <laughs> over time, or your feet, or whatever. Like it could be anything, um, you know. Or, or, you know, if uh, if you happen to be on the heavier side, you might have kind of uh, creases in your skin that you might have to deal with, or other things like that. So that could be part of the problem. I'm not saying that the problem is necessarily with uh, Flower in this instance, but it could be. Uh, and maybe she's just not. You know Necessarily thinking All the way through But it seems like She's fairly hygienic Um, You know Based Very, on how she's Very like in. Overly hygienic yeah, I would yeah, say yeah. And,
1: and she the, also went To the doctor Right And the doctor Said there's nothing sure Wrong with her Although, yeah. So yeah. To be fair, I would say Maybe fair,
2: him there, Go to the doctor Yeah I mean there could be Nothing wrong with you And you could still be stinky
1: That's
0: true Yep Some people Some are people just stinky smell different
2: Yeah It happens Um, So I mean I think that's a consideration I don't It's probably not a medical issue It's probably not
0: you know
2: anything crazy like that but it could just be you're a little stinky and that yep. happens
0: very but, much to me it sounds like a him problem right. more than a her problem right um and if it's really that big of a deal he needs to figure out something to do because she's clearly doing too much right. as it is and i think she needs to make that abundantly clear that it's like hey i'm doing all this like i don't understand why this is happening or why you feel this way we need to i you don't know it's on you at this point. Yeah,
2: you know, it it kind of strikes me as less of a legitimate gripe from from the the boy in this case or the man in this case, uh, and more of an excuse to if he doesn't want to cuddle or if he doesn't want to you know be physically close or whatever. Um, it seems like a kind of convenient out for him. Um, could also be the case, right? Yeah. So, so you know, just it's he got lazy. He used it as an excuse once, and he realized it worked. Uh, and then went with it you know and and that's a problem in itself a because it's lying and you're not quite gaslighting but you know manipulate you're being emotionally manipulative towards this person and their you know interpretation of their own body um but it's also this uh strange thing where you're avoiding intimacy and you're not expressing that in any sort of clear way um because you don't have to want to cuddle all the time But you also should be able to communicate that uh, And if you're in a healthy relationship That shouldn't be an issue uh, Yeah, Chris,
1: so. does it say how old they are? It does not Okay Yeah, I'd be interested to know that Because um, also at certain ages You're just stinkier than at
2: other yeah, ages like So whatever, it might be something that's going to pass Whatever age know? dad is at any given time Is the stinkiest <laughs> age <laughs> Um, I was
1: wondering when the first time we would call yeah. dad out would be. Already did Christmas. about the Christmas yeah. presents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like dad, everything about you is wrong. Christmas is wrong, you smell bad. This is all
1: terrible. <laughs> Poor, dad. Poor Dad.
0: Um I think dad, that's you're perfect. Perfect. we love you. Yeah, yeah. Um It's a very interesting point that you brought up as if maybe he's just lying about it for some other reason. Like you said, if maybe he doesn't want that. Closeness or whatever, or I don't even know what else it would be, but I didn't even more remotely consider that.
2: I mean, I like I to assume the worst funny. of people, especially men, just because they tend to be awful uh, in my experience. Uh, it's <laughs> true.
0: We well, are. I was gonna say, we are. Like,
1: do you have you guys ever know? Do you ever notice that when you're like with anyone, like that they smell bad? Like, would that be? I mean, I guess you would notice it. But, I mean, it like...
2: depends on the context. If I'm in the gym and right. someone's stinky, that it doesn't even register. <laughs> You know, if I'm, you know, I, in my last job in Texas, I worked in a very small office. Uh, we had like nine people into a space smaller than my bedroom. Um, and so if someone was stinky, you knew about it. Right. Um, but usually mm-hmm. I mean, we had a, a dynamic such that you could be like, hey, anyone got more deodorant for so-and-so? And it would be a laugh. We'd forget about <laughs> it in five minutes and we'd all move on with our lives because we're all in the same situation. Oh it happened to all of us at some point or another. Just if you're yeah. there at 11 p.m. working something, you know, it's it's going to be what it's going to be um well i was
1: gonna say because it like bo is something that like really bothers me so i'm like trying to kind of get on his side like if this genuinely is something that's happening and for whatever reason even though she's like making every effort to be clean and not smell bad uh if he is still smelling her bo like i i kind of feel for him like that's a hard thing to get around you know. Yeah, I mean, like, s-
2: smell is, is easily the most um, you know easily uh, affectious uh, sense like it is the most easily capable of causing you to either be you know disgusted by something or, or the other way around uh, the other
1: thing is and again thoroughly unqualified not a scientist but uh, a lot of memory is associated with smell right yeah, so yeah. he could, she could have yeah. genuinely smelled bad one time, and now he just remembers that. And so maybe oh, it's some it's combination like of... Thing. Yeah, so maybe it's some combination of, like, one time she smelled bad, and he didn't want to cuddle. And now every time he doesn't want to cuddle, he just, like, associates that with her smelling bad.
0: Maybe. That seems like a strong response for just one, like, one time it happened. Right. Obviously... It could. Everyone's different, and I feel like if that's the case, you probably again you probably need to talk to someone to be like, why am I having such a strong emotional response to this one seemingly minor thing?
2: Yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna throw uh, out one other theory here. Okay. I don't think this is true, but I'm throwing it out there. Uh, what if the guy doesn't know what BO is? Because like certain sensory things, if if it's not like super clear to you uh it's not like something that can really be described, and so I'm wondering <laughs> if there's some other smell happening that he just thinks is b o that is putting him off I, again it might be like bad breath or something like that, but again, if she's brushing her teeth nine hundred times an hour, then like that's probably not the case um but
0: I'm just I feel like it's hard it I feel like it's hard to go through life not knowing what the smell of b o is just as an individual, it happens to you. If you're like, "Oh, I haven't showered in a while, and I smell bad now," like that happens. I feel like that would be very hard to go through life without smelling either yourself or someone else <laughs> with that issue.
1: There are a lot of stinky people in this world. Yeah, That's true.
2: A lot yeah. of <laughs> a lot of big old stinkers out there.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> right, and maybe he's associating BO with just a general smell of someone right, like right. bad breath or something. I don't know. Maybe like their clothes have like. A weird detergent that he doesn't like the smell of, or something like that, or perfume, or uh,
2: like anything like that. Like
0: yeah.
1: But anyway, like advice for her. So one, stop like killing yourself about the hygiene. Like you're you're doing too yep. much. This is probably taking so much time and clearly causing you so much mental distress. And it's probably more especially distress. Especially since
0: hygiene. yeah, especially since no one else used it. Notice or care. Right. Just think this is a, a thing.
1: Exactly. And if everyone else you're asking is telling you you smell fine, you probably smell fine. Um, so I would have your boyfriend go to the doctor and make sure that you know it's not something physical, like he's just having some weird sensory issue or something like that. Um, and if it's ultimately still an issue, like. Maybe just talk to him about If there's something else that's making him Not want to cuddle or be close to you And if that's really the issue And explain to him that It's making you feel really uncomfortable And really bad about yourself um, That he's saying this And if it's genuinely Bothering him that much like You want to figure out a solution And I think if you present it to him like that uh, Hopefully If he's not a grade A D-bag he'll you know want to you know work on a solution with you it sounds like he hasn't to this point which kind of leads me to believe he is a grade a Mm d-bag but um in which case dump him it's been a (laughs) year like
0: (laughs) dump the guy (laughs) say that's the solution for every
2: yeah i mean for most relationship problems that that's the solution um... (laughs) i have a problem my
0: relationship break
2: up I, I think I think everything Nikki said was on point. I think the the one yep. thing I would add is, if you still want to be together and your relationship is otherwise fine except for this one issue, um, he's gonna have to figure out a way to just deal with it. Um, you know, if that means sticking some corks up his nose for <laughs> a while or, or whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, like just or, yeah. corks, um, or maybe just like permanently give him the sniffles so he's nice and congested all the time and can't smell anything anyway. I don't know um but uh it's gonna it's gonna take effort from both parties and it, it can't just be a one-sided solution to any any problem in a relationship but especially one that's so rooted in physicality at least apparently
1: maybe he'll catch covid and have the symptoms where he loses sense of taste and smell like some people have Yeah, th- that's
0: the solution we should aim for <laughs> Obviously not ideal. I'm going to go ahead and not advocate <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah, let's
2: let's hope nobody um, gets COVID. Stay inside, wear a mask. Anyway. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm just kidding. I do not wish that on anybody, um, regardless of symptoms. Okay. All, All right. right. Good luck, we Flower. Um, I hope that it works out, and that if it's not him, you find someone who thinks you smell delicious.
2: Exactly. All right. So I want a different answer for mine. I was looking at Reddit for a while, and then I figured, plenty of time for that later. I decided to go right to the cesspit of the internet, Yahoo Answers. Oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> so, so this this is a question that is it's a it's very different from the ones we've asked so far. But I want to make a couple things just immediately clear to kind of set the tone of this individual. Uh, okay. My understanding is that he's a man. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm guessing probably mid to late 30s or early 40s. Just based on context, there's no actual evidence of that. Uh, okay. And just to give you a tone of who he is, every time the word and comes up, he uses an ampersand.
1: Okay. So it's do well with my that information team, so, you so, that so you what you will. That should be all you need I... to know
2: about this person.
1: Yeah, the ampersand so, was Chris's college mascot, so...
0: so it, was a, it was not my mascot, but it was actually <laughs> the title... Yeah, it, it's, it's officially an ampersand, not the word and the, you know, my school. Anyways.
2: So, the question is, from Anonymous, Do I have a right to be mad my wife went skinny dipping? So before I start this question, I do realize it's okay to have fun once and a while, but to an extent. Especially if you're married. This past weekend, me and my wife went camping with a bunch of other couples. We had a great time other than the fact way too much alcohol was involved. My wife tends to get a little crazy when she drinks, but I don't mind it. However, she does know where the line is and I what I won't tolerate. And while I was talking with the guys, her and one of my friends' wives decided to go skinny dipping down to the river and just conveniently end up at the campsite next to ours, which was all guys.
0: You're going to need to stop with the and thing because I can't pay
2: attention <laughs> to what you're There
0: saying. was 9 of them in one sentence. <laughs>
1: And.
2: Anyway, I subdued my anger until the end of the camping trip, but I'm still pretty pissed about it, because to me, that is unacceptable behavior for a married woman, regardless of how drunk you are. My wife says it was all in fun and I'm overreacting, but it just doesn't sit well with me. Immediate
0: reactions. And.
1: This guy's the doofus.
0: Yeah. That was. Let I mean, your wife I'm, I'm, do
1: whatever the heck she wants with her body. Like,
0: yeah. I don't, just because you're married <laughs> doesn't mean you stop having fun.
2: <laughs> yep. Well, like, I, I,
0: go ahead. I was gonna say it's like it's I mean, I guess it's one thing if he's uncomfortable with it, but it's like it's it's you can't you're not in control of your wife. You don't own her. She's allowed to do things for fun, obviously, within certain limits, but like I don't see this crossing any sort of line.
2: Right. And and I think the one caveat I think this guy's also a dingus, but the uh, <laughs> the caveat I'll give him is because the, the question he asked is, do I have a right to be mad my wife went skinny dipping? Okay. I don't know about a right, but I think you're allowed to feel uncomfortable or upset in a relationship. Or, or just in general. You're allowed to have emotions about things. You know, sure, know, how you choose to express those emotions and deal with them in the context of this relationship, for instance, by yelling at your wife, uh, is not the way to do it. And And the one sentence that maybe just completely lose any sort of real sympathy for this guy is uh, that is unacceptable behavior for a married woman i'm like is this yeah. 1910 in like <laughs> yeah <laughs> are we are we at oh, the you Demi- your ankle. Like, <laughs> like you know there's no there's no set definition of what is acceptable and what is not for a married woman if you happen to be married to a woman who likes to cook meth and you like to cook meth like don't cook meth because that's illegal and bad <laughs> uh but there's no rule <laughs> as far as relationships are concerned about whether or not cooking meth is acceptable. That's, just a,
0: that it's That's yeah. just a law. It's illegal. It's just a law. That's just a law and also world. don't do math.
2: But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> my point path. is there's no set playbook for what is and isn't acceptable in a relationship. You have to decide that together. Yeah. Um, and so right. I
1: think the thing, like I honestly feel it's the fact that uh, he said it was like, they ended up at a campsite full of guys, right? Or, like, in front of it when they were skinny dipping?
2: Uh, she No, so it was, while the, the husband, the, the narrator of this, was talking with the guys, her and one of his friend's wives, so it was just women, right. uh, at the, that went to go skinny dipping, and they just conveniently, and he, the way he phrased that it, is a little dodgy too, uh, ends up at the campsite next to ours, which was all guys.
1: Okay, so they were...
0: More like, or less... How did they near. end
1: up there? Were they still that's, naked? Or I were mean, they just
2: like... It's a river, <laughs> it's a... so they drifted. I don't know. But I feel okay. like if you're skinny dipping in the in the wilds, you're not going to get all that far away from right. where you are. close to so,
0: camping? Yeah.
2: And the other thing or is... Or going is, miles away. You know, if it's late at night and you're in the woods, like, no one's going to see anything anyway if that's what's bothering okay.
0: you. <laughs> like, everyone's drunk. It's like this is... drunk. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I th- I think you were right about the way the question was phrased. It's not like she shouldn't have done this. It was like am I allowed to be mad? If it's one thing if she was like I can I can understand him being uncomfortable if she like strip naked in front of everyone and ran into the thing. It's like that's it's like hey, come on. Come on now. Yeah. But it's like if she's if she's already like out in the river bank and no one can really see anything. It's like whatever. Yeah, I mean I wish
2: we sort of had a map of, of what exactly was going on because that would probably inform <laughs> yeah how brazen the actions of either party were. You know, if this lady was, like, you know, uh, just strolling around in a birthday suit, (laughs) just like, hi, boys! (laughs) Like, that would maybe be a different situation. But from from my context and the fact that this guy does not sound like the most reliable of narrators, uh, I'm not inclined to think that she was actually all that close to... yeah. whatever the situation was
0: what it, what it sounds like is the people were aware that they were there right but not necessarily like, close enough for right anyone yeah they
1: were probably there. like still in the river and okay.
2: also and also you just
1: can't ju- say anything
2: just to throw this out there if if we were talking about the campsite of all guys that happened to me next door it doesn't remark on their behavior one way or the other uh, right so I don't have any reason to assume they were like Hooting and hollering or being inappropriate or whatever but also those right. guys would just be like hey a naked woman. And that's the full extent of the reaction That they can rightfully have (laughs) Yep Yep.
1: I also think this is interesting Because I wonder how The wife would have reacted If the situation was reversed And my guess is that she wouldn't have cared
2: Yeah, like you know, she, I feel like she would have just been like, "Dingle your dangle, my guy. Just do whatever you." Need. But <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> never yeah. say that again. Oh, oh, she God. sounds like someone who has fun when she drinks, and I feel like that's something appropriate to her character.
1: Yeah, um, and maybe they're kind—they're the kind of couple who like has to ask each other for permission about everything. And if which... they are, I can understand him being upset if those were like guidelines that they've set. Like if they've specifically said to each other. Please ask me if you ever want to go skinny dipping just so I can make sure it's okay but with me. I, that's also a
0: weird like ground it's very rule. Weird. yeah. It, but it's weird but at the same time it's what works for people. Yeah, sure. No, i mean,
1: for some people that works.
0: Yeah, some and people have like very strong like emotional feelings about certain activities and what's and it's like they they want their partners to be comfortable with their actions and they're like that's fair. To a yeah. certain extent. I think you shouldn't be like am I allowed to go to the bathroom cuz that's <laughs> insane. But it's if it's like, ads, hey, is it cool like, if, if I go see with my with my friend? Yeah, it's like that's. I think that's a more reasonable thing to.
2: The one thing that makes me kind of think twice about that line of thought is because of the sen- uh, the the quote. My wife tends to get a little crazy when she drinks, but I don't mind it. First of all, I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. However, she does <laughs> know. <laughs> however, she does know where the line is and what I won't tolerate and what I won't tolerate. Uh, okay. Yeah. C- well, yeah, cl- yeah, but clearly are. not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> i think i think there's clear evidence that that is an incorrect <laughs> statement uh, as and it's later on so like <laughs> he might know where the line is and he may have expressed that to her but she might disagree on what the line is right um and so i you know i don't know it could be that if she drinks a lot and she goes crazy and you're actually okay with that, which again, I don't believe you, uh, then that might just be something you're going to have to accept or, you know, at least have the conversation about, uh, you know, what you're comfortable with as far as bodies go. But with the, the caveat that you don't, it's not about whether or not you're allowed to have fun. It's that you can't just like tell your wife what she can and can't do. Right. You know, with her body, you can say that makes me uncomfortable and that's a valid emotion to feel in such a situation. Um, but you, you don't get the right to tell her. Just, no, you can, you may not do that. I am your, you know, you are my property. And that is that.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. We, we never gave this guy a name, but I'm going to call him Ampersand Jeez. Andy.
0: I was and, going to call him Mr. Ampersand. Hey.
1: Uh, but. Ampersand Andy, you sound like a real dillweed. If you explicitly do not want your wife to go skinny dipping, have that conversation with her like a grown adult, and she can choose whether or not she agrees with you that that is... Uh, the right decision for her. But honestly, like, who cares? Let her do what she wants. What's the worst that happens? Someone else sees her naked? The horror.
2: The absolute travesty. <laughs> uh, I just want to give a brief. This is. I, I agree with everything that's been said. I just want to give a brief honorable mention to the first uh, responder to this question on Yahoo Answers. It, it, it goes on for some time, but the first couple sentences are I am a single male. If I had a wife who liked to drink alcohol, well, I would never have one who liked to drink.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, this gonna be Great. a good response. <laughs> thanks
2: thanks for in. your contributions to <laughs> the conversation. And he goes on, and it's just a bunch of nonsense, and it's, I, I don't want to get into it uh, <laughs> because it just. I gets think we good. can
1: agree for that sure. though we are thoroughly unqualified. I don't know how many times I've said that this so far this episode, but I think it's funny. Gotta drop uh, the name. We are more we are more qualified than the people who answer on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> I think
2: that
0: <laughs> I think is the the bar is not high. high. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, the bar is literally on the floor. Like it has dismantled itself from its stand and is laying on the ground.
2: Um. Yeah. Any. any yeah. Reports? Any other.
1: Uh, yeah. Any other words for our good old friend? ampersand andy uh,
2: i'll just say maybe go skinny dipping with her maybe not in, in a camping yeah. trip or like in a situation where you might get seen but like try exploring <laughs> that side of yourself might be fun you never know um i went skinny very dipping true. once it was a very strange situation that i'll tell that story another time uh but i think i am richer for it so <laughs> you can uh... i've been
1: skinny dipping multiple times so it's grand
0: it is <laughs> it's an adventure
2: i went i went in the mediterranean which sounds good except it was in december which so it was very sounds bad yes (laughs) on a very rocky beach uh so you know it pros and cons but
1: yeah you want to go in like a lake ideally a lake is the ideal body of water for skinny dipping a river you're gonna get carried away as we saw in this
2: situation and oceans are ocean there's just a lot of fish
1: oh my gosh i was at the beach this past weekend and we were literally standing knee deep in the water and there was this ginormous fish swimming around and it scared the crap out of me because it went right by my leg and i went ah what is
0: that
2: and i bet that I fish like, is a better a relationship partner than any of the men we've talked about tonight <laughs>
0: that's true
1: well i think it was good that we had a, we had some problems from women and some problems from men
2: right. um but it is interesting, because I think people might accuse us of hating men. Uh, well, first of all, you're right. Uh, second of all, uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, I, I, there's no math that I have to back this up, but just from what I've read in the process of finding these questions and all these things, it's almost always the man's fault. Uh, <laughs> not always, not every single time, but I more have, often than not.
0: Based on what I saw, it seems to be the majority that case, That's the case.
2: And we can get into the sociology of that okay. at some point. We like don't maybe really need to. Women
0: but... are more likely to vent on the internet about it. Or maybe men are actually just worse. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's a whole thing. All right. And so I think so... it's. Yeah. Okay. I think
1: the, the three questions that we found tonight, like it, it was pretty clear to me on all of them that the men were at fault. I think that's a very small sample size. Um, yeah. And I think even the things that are posted on the internet are a small sample size of
2: real relationship problems and I I would be willing to bet a lot of relationship problems that aren't thrown about on the internet are probably resolved more uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for calmly or uh, uh, rationally than ones that are banded about on the internet are not always because I'm sure sometimes having the outside perspective is good which is why this podcast exists Um, yeah not that anybody asked us to do
1: this <laughs> <laughs> nope we just decided it would be great yep. uh, you know worst comes to worst we're the only three people that listen to it yeah. in the process of actually recording it there you go. Um, but yeah I think that's a good note to wrap up on um, again if you're listening to this um, and you have a relationship problem or a dating problem or kind of any life problem that you would like us to discuss and give our opinions on. Uh, You can shoot us an email to thoroughlyunqualified at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram that there is currently nothing on because I just snagged the handle, but you could DM us there. Uh, It's at thoroughlyunqualified.
2: Also, Um, if you're listening to it at this point, you probably have one of our numbers, so that works.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.